0: What's up, guys? This is Trey and Deja on the fifth episode of the Coaster Chasers podcast. Uh, we're gonna be talking about today. It's kind of like an interview um, for both of us. Uh, we're gonna be talking about our experience and our employment at Eliches and how you know fun and crazy it was. You know, a lot of people don't get a look into the theme park world, and the theme park industry is kind of crazy at times. You know, there's a lot of things. And Deja, you know, you just left Eliches. Just recently. And we want to talk about that. Like, why did, why did you leave?
1: Well, you know, it was time to leave. Um, Elitches is not a very good paying workplace. And here in Colorado, um, you need to be able to afford housing. And that wasn't going to be possible there. There was also a lot of behind-the-scenes drama that I won't really get into, but I couldn't handle anymore
0: yeah and you know i agree with that you know at the whole industry thing they barely pay above minimum wage the the department that matters the most in the whole park gets paid the less you know which is kind of it sucks and you know a lot of our friends now are starting to leave no kyle left sierra left Um, i'm waiting to see if casey leaves in the next couple years she always talks about it so I'm, i'm interested to see what actually happens but um now that Bree Jones has moved up in the theme park business. she's like the area manager now of the rides department, which is pretty cool. I love you, Bree, if you listen to this um uh, hopefully you know the rides department is better with her there, and I know what she's doing what she's doing but you know when we worked there it was it was interesting you know you were you worked there from what two thousand thirteen to now pretty much right
1: yeah, pretty much.
0: Yeah, and I only worked there two years, and then I got fired. <laughs> we'll get into that. We'll get into that later. But, um, you know, Elich is, is like a fun workplace job out of high school. Um, but a lot of us stuck to it. You know, why, why did you stick to it for so freaking long?
1: There's just something about it. You know, there's nothing like operating a ride. There's nothing like the social interactions that happen there are lots of negatives, but lots of positives too. It's, you know, I described it to my husband as it's almost like a drug. Even if you know that it's bad for you to keep going back, you want to go back. And, you know, I feel like I was kind of trapped in that for a while. Um, I still want to go back in a lot of ways, but there was no way that I could have both jobs and that was just i had to choose what was best for my family
0: yeah i understand that I, after i left elitch's i went to serving which was a lot better paying but you still ser- you still have to deal with the asshole general public <laughs> but you know there's there some crazy stuff that happened to there happened at elitch's like i remember one time um when we were uh, i was on half pipe and remember megan Megan she oh yeah oh, from yeah. Six Flags she was a oh, X2 operator I worked at Six Flags and she came to Colorado she moved to Colorado and there was this and she got a job there and she she was the strangest girl ever I I don't know <laughs> Ben our friend Ben on the podcast has date, I dated her for a while but um we were on the half pipe and there's a rule at pretty much every theme park that you can't leave alcohol or opened alcohol on the side unintended for obvious reasons, there's kids running around. a family fucking theme park. Can't leave your alcohol unattended, people. But I mean,
1: in Colorado, it's actually a law that you can't. And in many states, it is. But at most amusement parks, even if it's not the law, it is their rule.
0: Yeah, and you know, my she was trying to explain to the guest, you know, hey, you can't. You can either drink it or whatever. I don't know what she did. I was on the operator side, but. She, she started crying and came over to me and she's like, can you go talk to him? It's like, I'm crying. He's made me cry and all this stuff. And I went and talked to them and I was like, yo, what's going on? Like, like, I'm sorry. Listen, you like, I gave him the options. You can only put it on the side or drink it or wait or whatever. And I gave her those options. She grab, and the woman grabs the, I think it was like a margarita out of his hand and chucks it at my face and missed, but it got all on my shirt. And I looked at her and I was like, "Oh hell no." Like I, I just looked at her and walked away and I I called we called security like right before that and then the police came up and she she went she was all, "Oh, I'm sorry." It's like I never meant to do that. I didn't mean to do that. And she got, I think she got taken out of the park. Like, like holy shit! You didn't
1: mean to throw a margarita at me. Sure.
0: Yeah, sure. Yeah, sure. What have? What's What's an interesting story that's happened to you, at Eddie With a guest, we'll say with a guest, like an interesting encounter. I know Anthony has a story. <laughs> I won't. I won't ruin that. But um, yeah, you tell me something.
1: Um, there are just so many interesting guest encounters. Uh, there's this one guest, um, uh, who might actually listen to this podcast, and his name is Darian. And now that he's not oh, my guest oh, no. anymore, I I'm gonna <laughs> go there. Um, Darian really bothers all of the people in the park. <laughs> He insists on hugs, he tries to get onto your Facebook, and he says some weird-ass shit. Um, When he added me on Facebook the same day, he posted that he wanted to, quote, eat bloody pussy, and I blocked him. So, that's, that's something interesting.
0: Oh my god, Darian, he's the weirdest guy I've ever met in my life. Like, he... He, when I started working there in 2014, he had just came off of the ban list. The Elegis ban list. And, like, I'd been warned by everybody. Like, oh, yeah, this is crazy guy, this crazy guy. They told me that he got kicked out the two seasons before because he beat some chick up in the half-pipe queue or something. And (laughs) he got booted for a whole season, the rest of that season and a whole season. But they let him back. And, like... He, like, uh, like he obviously friended me, and he, like, I'm a nice guy, so I'm like, oh, cool, you're a cool guest, you're a regular, like, you have those regulars, but he was one of the weird ones, (laughs) that was always there.
1: He was bizarre. (laughs) He once told one of my um, co-workers while I was training her that he was her boss, and that if she didn't do everything that he said, that she was going to get fired, and yeah, I just, I was really uncomfortable with that. He got banned from the park again at least once since Trey worked there.
0: Yeah, I don't even know if he, has, was he even there last season? Or was that his ban year?
1: I think he went back twice in October and, like, not at all other than that.
0: <laughs> I think, I think, Um, remember Misty? I think him and Misty. Her and Misty got, him and Misty got into it one time, and she, he was super pissed, and Misty was like, oh, hey, I don't know, I'm gonna beat this ass over here, he's coming over, talking shit to me, you know how Misty is, <laughs> she, like, she gets all pissed, and, like, he, he just comes up bugging us, like, on half pipe, every day, like, there's only, like, four rides he'll ride, he'll get a, he'll get, if not, if he doesn't get a priority pass, um, He'll get that and he'll only ride like the half pipe brain drain and the accelerator because he'll get the one where you can do the accelerator and and, uh, slingshot combo. And he'll go over there and bother the accelerator crew. But like he looked, he always looked for me. That was kind of the weird thing. He was always like, Where's Trey? It was like, oh, I heard you're at Thunderbolt, so I came visit you. Oh, you're a Twister. I hate this ride, but I came riding it because of you. And I was like, oh, thank you, I guess. You're so kind.
1: <laughs> yeah, he he followed me around the last few times that I remember seeing him. I would, I would try to duck out so that he wouldn't see me, and he would see me in a crowd of people and just like come over running, deja, deja. I'm like, how do you know my name? I never told him my name. In fact, the first time that he was on one of my coasters, I took my name tag off, and he still knew my name.
0: <laughs> uh, it, it sucked, you know, like when Halfpipe vaulted, and his, like his, position on the the freaking ride would always rotate facing me. Of course, he's like, Try! Like hey bro, what's going on? It sucks, my nuts hurt. My nuts hurt. (laughs) You you need to get the ride up, man. And half
1: pipe, your nuts are gonna hurt.
0: Your nuts are gonna hurt. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, like the mechanics couldn't come fast enough. Like and everybody, if you've ever been elitches, you know half pipe. It 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 never runs on right. It's always broken down. It's always closed, or you're gonna get stuck on it. But it's just one of those freaking rides. But no, um, one of the craziest things that has ever happened to me was on that ride and it's, so I'll tell you that story, mechanical stories, everybody listening to some horror stories (laughs) of this one time I was running it and like, I don't know what the heck happened. I thought, um... Like the boomerang had broken or something. And it sounded like a grinding noise. just a, a loud ass grinding noise. And it was kind of a cool night. Like it was a private party for, I think it was a BNm and m or b um, and <laughs> I wish. Um, IBM. Right. Yeah. <laughs> But IBM and I think long Martin, they had like a combined private party or whatever. So there's a bunch of rich white folks on the roller coaster, okay? And it breaks. And I thought it was the ride next door. And when it came through, I saw sparks and pieces of the wheel and everything just flying out from the undercarriage. And that freaked me out. And I was like, oh, God, the whole thing is going to happen again. And, oh, we'll tell you about that. I'll tell you about that later. Oh, <laughs> um, I like hit the emergency stop and the quick stop. And anybody who's ran that right knows that doesn't do shit because all it does is just cut the power to the fins, the LSM magnets, and it just glides until the momentum stops it. But Like that, that scared me. Like the ride shook so violently and like the people were scared. And I was like, oh, my God, I told them I got on the mic. I was like, ah, uh, I don't know what just happened. But just stay seated. Like, I'll get the mechanics up here. And the thing is, is they looked at it and ran it. And then I found a piece of uh, um, tire, a piece of the wood, or not the wood, the, the wheel in the grass. And I gave it to one of the mechanics. They're so like, oh, yeah, no, we're shutting the ride down. <laughs> like, it was, yeah, it was terrible. That was terrible. It was It was scary. But the fact that they ran it after, because there was one point where I was on the attendant position and it was starting to shake violently while it was going, and I was like, "Ah, oh, I think we should stop it." So I stopped it, and sure enough. <laughs> but yeah, what's have you have you seen anything crazy? I know you have. You are, you are right up at right, Of course, you've seen something crazy.
1: I mean, mechanically, I I was really surprised that they even opened Twister last year because the whole structure would shake and you would be operating it and like it would be shaking from the time that it got back till the time that it was all the way up the hill you could feel the platform where people board shaking um apparently there was a lot going on with that ride and I've heard that they've fixed most if not all of it which is good but i probably still won't ever ride that ride again <laughs> um people used to come back and they'd be like it stopped really hard i think i have whiplash and there would be nothing you could really do about it because that's just how it stops oh
0: yeah yeah when i was running it that was like the first roller coaster i was uh, 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 certified i think the second ride when i worked there and like, Jen came over, (laughs) I think it stopped on the lift, and Jen came over, and she, you know, she did the whole reset on the lift, and the rings, like, it's like, and then it's just like, everyone's just like, fuck, it's all the bells ringing, trying to get the train going, I think, I was like, the first memory of that ride, but ever since then it just, piece of shit, it was just, I mean, it was, it's a fun ride, don't get me wrong, um, I'm not trying to talk shit, I mean, somewhat, but, <laughs> but, like, it was it was kind of sketchy. Like, the second season I worked there, it, boards fell off. We had to shut it down because of that. Like, there was a lot of mechanical, like, faulty sensors. I remember I got struck by lightning once, and Jared was trying to do test cycles, and it kept e-stopping every second. Every time he got it reset, it would go, and then it would just e-stop itself because I guess, like, it said it sens- a train was at every sensor. Or every block was occupied. Oh <laughs> so they tried to move the train and they just wouldn't. They'd reset the lift and it would just stop. Like, <laughs> you always see that. You always see that had happened. I remember one time you came to me. You ran out. I was at Shipwreck Falls. You're like, Trey, Trey, look at Twister. They're evacuating it. Remember that? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know.
1: I don't even know exactly what happened, but there were people all around taking pictures and, um, <laughs> it, it's never fun to evacuate Twister. That's a huge hill that everybody has to walk down and it's super obvious to all of the park. Like, everybody can see.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's funny. They've done, I mean, it's not, like, in the worst place it could be, it's not like it's like Tower of Doom where they'd have to get a cherry picker, <laughs> or but a helicopter, yeah, or a helicopter, they have to do an air evacuation or something. <laughs> but, you know, I've, I remember one time in the rain, it was it was pour- it wasn't pouring, but it was like steady, and the mind eraser was stuck. Mind eraser was stuck, it was like, I so, okay, I'll back up, let me tell the whole story. So, I was on half pipe and. That ride doesn't like any kind of weather condition. So it was faulting out because of the rain. And so the mechanics would come over and they'd tell us to do a safety cycle and then open it to the people. And then it would fault on the safety cycle. And we'd be sitting there in our positions with the thing in the e-stop position. And we're like, what do we do? We can't do anything. We can't move it. We can't do whatever. And like, <laughs> it's like, so we kept calling the maintenance and it took, it took like twenty minutes for somebody to come over, and I didn't know why. I was like, "Yo, what is taking so long? Can we just walk off?" So they finally got there, and they were just like, "Yeah, just close the ride." Like, I think at that point, the Tower of Doom and, and the Boomerang were the only rides open in South Park, and so, <laughs> um, and so, um, I look over after all that, and I see the Mind Eraser stuck on the lift. And I'm like, holy crap, is that right? Is that why, you know, every, it was it took it took them so long and every mechanic and supervisor was over there. And I walked over there to see what had happened. And there was one train on the lift, like about 70% up the lift, or probably about 60. And then there was a train on the back back brake. And so I guess what had happened was, is like the lift, the breaker blew or something. I'm pretty sure it was because they were running it in the rain. And it blew. And because I know the next day or two, they got a new whole breaker on the side of the op panel. <laughs> but they were up there for, like, an hour and 45 minutes in the rain. Like, they had every, like, like, the mechanics had brought, like, towels so they could, like, house over them to keep them from the rain. And then it took them a while, but they ended up hand cranking the, uh, chain with uh i think it was just like a tool or like a screwdriver electric screwdriver or something like was it something like that because i don't know it moved because it moved so slowly they got on the top of the motor and it got it was so slow creeped over creeped over and they finally got the people through but then it got to the other side And it was stopped on the backpack break again. And they had got the other train in the station. But it was weird. I didn't get to see how they finished finished off the evacuation. But they they had, like, dispatched the, I think it was the blue train, onto the lift as far as it could go. Like, they just pushed it onto the lift. And then they moved the other train into the station. (laughs) Like, it was insane. It took them a long time to get those people off. That was crazy. That was fun though. That was fun seeing those rides go kaboom like boomerang. <laughs> you were running boomerang when it went kaboom one time, weren't you?
1: Um, I was never running it when it went kaboom, but um, I sometimes went to the calls when it had. Um, yeah, that ride. You know, you boomerangs are just so tried and true, but. The boomerang at Elitch's, its it's seen better days. And uh, about two years back, it was breaking down almost every week. And we had to do evacuations off of the second lift, I think, twice that year. <laughs> um, which is not good. Uh, when it hits that chain and you hear it go boom, like... I heard that at uh, when I was working at Accelerator, and that's that's scary. It sounds like people are gonna die or something, and <laughs> you know they're not. But
0: yeah. <laughs> oh, um, but like I remember before I went to Elitch's or I worked at Elitch's, I re- I'd gotten off the boomerang and I did that. It didn't, it didn't like catch on the lift or something. And they heard it go. boom, And I was like, oh my God, we just rode that. Like, ah, like, holy crap. That was scary. <laughs> but like actually working it, actually working it like that, that was scary. I think I've, I actually caught it. I didn't. It didn't go kaboom because I I actually e stopped it like how you're supposed to do it because most of the operators don't see the chain dog going like oh e stop and it'll it's not even through the loop and they're just gonna valley it or whatever like but or but like uh, one time this I was uh, I was actually kind of having a rough day and there was people were pissing me off like there was this girl trying to talk to me there was somebody behind me with rapid passes like hey 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 i have four passes here and i had to sign them off so it wasn't like oh you can come through so like give me a second give me a second i look over uh, it was going through the loop and i look over up at the chain dog and it wasn't moving i was like uh oh and i said oh shit out loud and all the people right next to me was like what and then it didn't catch, and it started to go backwards, so I hit the e-stop, and he goes, ka-plunk. And I was like, uh... uh and then I call maintenance, and I was like, oh, shit. And they, the dude left and everything. But, like, I was like, holy crap. Like, I caught it. Like, I, I, I think Al or no, I don't think it was Al. Yeah? One of them. They came up, and they're like, well, I'm glad you stopped it the way you did because it didn't, like, break or make a loud ka-plunk noise like it always does. Well, then... um. They get the people down and, oh, this is the best day ever. Shout out to Kyle McCloskey, who was supervisor this day. (laughs) It was 2.30. But, um, like, two minutes after, I think, or they got the people off and we'd ran it twice. Nobody on it, right? It was fine. So, and this was, I think we closed at 6 or 7. And so it was close to the end of the day. There wasn't very many people on, so we had one. We had, like, probably a a couple more train loads. And, like, I had this little girl and mom, like, this Hispanic family look at me like, it's not going to break, is it? I I was like, no, no, it shouldn't break. Like, they tested it twice. They reset the computer. Like, it should be fine. Should be fine. Sure enough, goes through. Chain doesn't work. Have to hit the e-stop. They're stuck up there. and This time, the mechanics can't reset it. Oh, <laughs> so they're up there for like like seven or eight minutes, and they're like, fuck. And then they finally get them back, and everyone's all upset. And <laughs> everyone was so pissed off. Oh, And then the funny thing is, is that when they're trying to fix it, um, this whole time, the half pipe next door got went to a, which means down with people on it. Got stuck with some of the people who were on boomerang that got stuck. And then the Sea dragon that Ben was operating had a restraint that flopped open, and um, and, yeah, and that happened. Um, I think Brain Drain had shit itself that day, so it was already closed. Something happened on Twister, and then disaster canyon goes to a pumps off <laughs> and so i heard the thing while they're working on it on the boomerang go over the radio and then all the mechanics look at each other and go shit drop all their stuff and run i think they even took my keys they told me to run it and reopen it but they took the keys So i was like well i guess we're closed <laughs> and so and then the funny thing is sparky he um he pops his head out of the electrical shit he's like Where'd everybody go? And I was like, "Oh, DC went two A." He's like, "Oh shit!" And he runs Waddles to his truck, and he takes off. That was a that was a crazy day. I think Kyle had so many co- guest complaints <laughs> that day. <laughs> there were people were so mad. They're like, "I just got stuck on that ride. He Then got off and got stuck on that other ride. Like, what the hell is going on? Like, <laughs>
1: I can't even ride any of the other rides because they're all down." Well, you could go ride Tilt-A-Whirl. You go ride right,
0: Tilt-A-Whirl. I, I don't know. Maybe <laughs> that tilt was broken, too. tilt
1: tried and true.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Those are always a fun days when um, all the rides just decide to break down at once. We, There, there was a joke that happened at the end of the first season it got a lot of people in trouble and i'll talk about this because it was funny it was funny you have to admit it everyone took it so fucking seriously because of one person got me and everybody in trouble well i mean i guess i kind of opened my mouth too but she thought it was real so it was like halloween time right and we were all talking about you like oh what if we all dressed up as monkeys and bananas and jumped off all of our rides at the same time and chased each other like oh yeah because we were all close all close friends at the time and then I think um somebody said who was it that said because I know it wasn't me they're like what if we hit all of our e-stops at the same time like oh yeah we could all hit our e-stops at like 420 or something and then like everyone like everyone was like ha, 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 yeah we'll be funny and then someone I guess was like that one girl who shall remain nameless, she was like, Oh, are we gonna hit our e stops? It's almost that time, and the person she was working with didn't know about it. So he was like, What the fuck? What are you talking about? And so, like, no, you're not gonna hit your e stop. Like,
1: and she was on the boomerang, wasn't she? No,
0: she was on Tower of Doom. That was yeah. her ride.
1: Oh, yeah. <laughs> of those rides, not nah, you don't want to hit the e stop just randomly,
0: but no, like, none of us were serious, like, even a super, like. The supervisors were in on the joke Like we were all laughing and all this stuff well they took it seriously and I guess on brain drain it even warns you in the SOP the standard operating manual procedure manual that if you hit the emergency stop button it it could like explode like the ride could explode or tear apart and yeah <laughs>
1: knows exactly what it means but basically we came to the conclusion that that was actually a self destruct button
0: pretty much and no other park i guess has hit their e-stop yet so no one really knows other than larson (laughs) because they probably have done it and that's how they know like oh shit we just created a self-destruct but not an (laughs) e-stop oh but (laughs) but yeah i got trouble i got kicked off for the last day of the season and i think a couple of supervisors and trainers got talked to by management it was just stupid it was a stupid joke that got overly proportioned (laughs) but it's okay that i mean it was a fun place and i met like my bestest friends there like i'm still friends with everybody like the only friends that i've really kept like nobody from high school like it's the friends for me that she's like you like I've been friends with you all these years, even though I haven't worked at Eliches in so long. I think it's been it's been four years since I worked there, and like all of my friends, like we've gone to we've gone to Six Flags in California, we've gone to Disneyland, we've gone to Vegas. Like we've done so many fun things. Like it's been fun. <laughs> we've I've met a lot of people. That's I think that's kind of the reason why we like it, and like we all all of us do,
1: because it's it's really You're fun. A big part of why people want to go back
0: but a big reason why people don't <laughs> yep but I, I I, mean I do wish I could go back because operating roller coasters is badass like who? Like, I run a roller coaster all day and make money like that's fucking awesome I mean the only downside is that you're in the sun all day but well, it's fun
1: and you get really good guests but you also get really bad guests and that's gotta be a downside too
0: yeah, that I feel like people I don't know people try to like get me in trouble wherever I go. <laughs> I don't know because like there's this woman on the I had her twice. One she came up once on the Tower of Doom and then once on the Boomerang, or no Brain Drain, and she, um, I guess she was allergic to the sun, and so she had an accessibility pass that you know. The, the parks, everything park pretty much has these. is like They permit you to wait in line, not physically waiting in line. So she came up to the Tower of Doom, and I gave her a 45-minute wait time because we had one section going, meaning we were only running four people at a time. And... I had a full queue plus rapid ride passes. And so I was like, listen, I, (laughs) it was probably an hour, an hour and a half. Wait, to be quite honest. But I put her that and she was pissed and she went to Pat and she got next immediate boarding pass. And I didn't say anything. I just, she kind of gave me a smirk and was like, "Ah." she's like, I, she's like, that is long. And I was like, listen, I like we're running one section. Like I can't. Like it's not even forty-five minute wait. Like I can't do much here, unless you want to go to another ride. Like this ride is just gonna take forever, and so, like she got on with her immediate boarding pass, cause, ugh. but then I got her, I think the next season, and she was on Brain Drain, and I gave her about the same time, and she went off on my face, and she was like, "I'm allergic to the sun. Like I can't be waiting at all. Like you need," and I was told. When I got this pass, I wasn't going to be waiting anything less than 30 minutes or even 25. And I was like, I tried to explain to her. I was like, listen, like the the passes rules is you. It's the equivalent to the ride line. It even says it on the top. Like the minutes that I give you are the minutes of the queue. And I normally give them less than what the queue is like. Pretty sure. Mostly everybody does. But she went off on me and she went till she knew exactly who to go to. Mr. Pat McFarlane, and he, like, walked her over and, like, talked to me, and I was like, for real, dude, like, this, I'm just following the rules, and, like, they gave her an immediate boarding pass, like, <laughs> again, I was like, I don't care, like, cool, I actually was a douchebag, and I made that ride cycle Shitty! I didn't flip it. You're supposed to do. it. You're supposed to flip it. Three one way, three the other. Maybe give them some hang time. Nah, I have fl- I like got him maybe upside down a couple times. Did like two loops and then flipped them back over. Did like one and a half and then I was done. <laughs> I was a douchebag. <laughs> but it's like fuck. That's the only ride you can manually run at is At least, huh? Spider. But, like, you have full control on Brain Drain. That was my favorite. I love Brain Drain.
1: (laughs) I figured out some tips and tricks to do fun things on the other rides, but I can't talk about that too much. (laughs)
0: Let's
1: just say I know how to make Tilt-A-Whirl spin, and that's a secret that dies with me.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I know how to make Thunderbolt infinitely go and never stop. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, the, and I, I, I used to know a little... I actually did it in front of Jen on accident. I was like, oh, oh my God. But, you know, I think you did it once. <laughs> yeah, you did. I'd shake her out on the roll. Um, so there was a switch where it, it was a weight load. It was two, one-third, two-thirds, three-thirds. And, obviously, the, the load of the ride you're supposed to switch it to. Well, we did a safety cycle before, and I had it on one-third. And it was going it started the first part where it brings the arms up and locks it and then brings you backwards well I switched it to three thirds cause it was full cause I we just tested it with an empty and I was like oh shit and I did it in front of Jen and it went over didn't let go came over again and went over did another loop I was like oh shit she didn't say anything she was like yo was like you saved it I was like I'm glad it didn't fuck up I was like Whew, she didn't say anything but I know you're not supposed to do that it, it gave him an extra loop, though. <laughs>
1: yeah, it's not super great for the ride, but honestly, that ride was dying. Oh, my so. God.
0: I got a I got a piece of... Uh, I got a bolt, bolt one of the last days.
1: I'm still salty that I didn't. Honestly, that was, like, my ride. And people still remember that that was my ride, and they didn't give me shit.
0: Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Lori, the director of operations there, she... Um, looked at me or no no no. Her, Pat and Taryn were like, Trey, we need to see you in our office. And this is the beginning of twenty fifteen. And I was like, Oh fuck, did I fuck up already? I already messed up in the second my second chance. And um they're like, Trey, we need to sit and talk to you and then Lori's like, We just want to give you a piece of shake for your birthday and I was like I thought you were gonna fire me. (laughs) Like I was I was gonna die. But yeah, they gave me a piece of shake. That was pretty cool. That was a fun ride, even though it was a death trap. Like it, it, if it did a flip that it wasn't supposed to, like it was scary. Like the whole structure, I remember. Like I think it, did, it did a flip that it wasn't supposed to one time. Up at the top, and the arms went opposite directions, and the whole thing just picked up. It was like doom, doom, and I was like, holy shit. And I was about to hit the stop and everything, but I let it stop and then I called the mechanics and I think one of the mechanics came over and like, yeah, no, I saw that. It's like, I don't know, what the hell. It was like, you had it on the right weight settings and I looked at it and it was still on the right weight settings and that was a scary ride. I mean, it it was screaming for it to be torn down, <laughs> which they put a... I mean, Starflyer is really fun. I like Starflyer. That's my favorite ride in the whole park now, honestly, even though it has a a reputation of burning people, but (laughs) it's just it's a fun ride. I think Elich's was good with that, but it's just in the wrong place, I think. It contrasts with Tower of Doom, which is like less than two hundred feet away or something. Or five I don't know how many feet.
1: (laughs) I think think if you laid Tower of Doom down, it would be able to touch Starflyer. It is not far at all.
0: Yeah. They put they built it really close to Twister too. Like they had to reprogram it. Like a lot of people don't know, it was like these star rides are made to take off and start spinning, but this one is not. It's supposed to go up and then start spinning because they built it so close to Twister. <laughs> like I remember, like it's it's pretty cool. Like I like going over Twister, like the section that they were re- rebuilding. They had it tape on it. It looked like they was being held together by duct tape, and I was like, look at that duct tape. That's not okay. Cause you fly right over it, <laughs> and it's like, oh, okay. Now you can see why, but uh, but I'm glad they got it fixed. <laughs> but um yeah, that was fun. Ellich's was fun. Do <laughs> you wanna say anything, Deja? Anything else for this podcast?
1: Uh I don't think so.
0: No. I think I think we're gonna end this is gonna be a quick one. Because it's just a couple interviews, but, you know, we're going to have some people on, hopefully in the future, will definitely interview Ben and Anthony, because they have some interesting stories, <laughs> Anthony has some stories, because he's been, oh, wait, I haven't talked about my last thing, this is the last thing we'll talk about, perfect, 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 this is why, so everyone um, probably knows, or I don't know, doesn't know, but, like, I got fired, from Elitches, like, probably 60% of the people who were let, let go from Elitches. Because <laughs> they fire everybody towards the end of the season because, I don't know, they f- shoot themselves in the foot. They hire internationals that leave. They, have, they hire people from other states that go back to college in August. And they don't hire the locals. So they got nobody to run the rides. And then they fire everybody because, oh, you took your phone out. Oh, you stepped out of your safety square. Oh, you did this. Oh, you did that. We don't like you. Oh, you're late all the time. Eh. It's I like, mean, well.
1: <laughs> you can't expect perfect employees at minimum wage. People say minimum wage, minimum effort. Yeah. And that's what you're going to get.
0: Exactly. <laughs> Silver Dollar City pays their employees really good, and they are good employees. Like, they like, – uh, outlaw run was running a running a one train operation but those um, the operators kept that in and out like kept it going like they had not minimized the staffing like they had four people checking the train like they were going they were going but no I had got fired from elich's and um, this is what happened and you know there's some of our like my friends don't believe this story or only heard Lori's story but like, it was a rainy day. It was, you know, we were down for lightning and I was just bored. And I had seen, you know, another employee, you know, play with the air hose because the air hose is what unlocks the restraints systems to brain drain. Right. And so I, you know, I'd put my finger in it and I'd put like <laughs> I was fingering it um, and I was putting, I put the keys, the ride keys into it to like release the air because I don't know, I was bored. I was doing that and then it got stuck <laughs> and I was like, fuck. So I tried to get it fixed and I was like, fuck, maybe if I just put it on the thing and just not think about it for a while and maybe it'll fix itself. No, it didn't. And I was like, God damn it. I'm, I'm stupid. I'm stupid. And so, um, Christine, and I'm going to say her name because I hate her for this. <laughs> she, <coughs> she had, called she she'd called the mechanics and was like hey trey broke brain broke the ride or whatever you need to come over here now and then she had said that i had i had verbally said hmm i want to break the ride i wonder what would happen if i had broken the ride and put my keys in the keyhole hole and went <laughs> and that's what she told jen and jen was pissed at me so jen obviously Went off and exploded and was like, "Oh yeah, Trey was being stupid and hates his job and was going over there and breaking shit, being stupid," and and they suspended me and this was right before my Cedar Point trip. <laughs> Fucking shitty way to end, but I was that like, kind of over the place at that time because it was shitty. But they like they were like, "Well, you know what you did or whatever." They didn't really talk to me. They didn't really let me say what I needed to say or ask me anything. They're just they um. Chris and Cheryl were just like, well, we're going to put you on investigative leave or whatever until you come back. And what I came back and I was just told, you know, we're going to have to let you go. Cause it was a destruction of park property, which I get, I was stupid. Like I, I was being dumped, putting my keys in there. But like what bothers me is that all of the rides department was told that I was bored wanting to like I just wanted to break it because I was bored and I hated the fact that I was there and like there's even some some of our friends real that that were like oh you'll only complain unless you get put on one ride and I was like no I complained if you put me on thunderbolt or fucking tilt world all day like I don't want to be on those rides you can put me on tower of doom or half or half pipe there because I they loved half I'd loved half pipe but
1: well, you didn't like shipwreck either, but it does smell like feet.
0: Oh, I didn't know. Sh- oh, yeah. I didn't know shipwreck at that time. Fuck shipwreck. But like I didn't like if I was told to go there, I wasn't going to be like, no, don't put me there. But like I loved brain drain. Brain drain off was my favorite position. So you're wrong right there. Lori. No, <laughs> but like for real, like I love that position. That was t- like they said, oh, he was bored. So he did it. And that's why I wasn't rehirable. Is because I did it out of anger towards the park, and that's what like a, f- a lot of people have told me. And like, I think one of my f- one of our friends was like, "Oh, that's not what Lori said." And I was like, "Yeah." It's like, well, Lori has her own opinions about things, and <coughs> it's just <sighs> things. I mean, you can say what you want, believe what you want, but that's what really happened. <laughs> like, it wasn't anything. Towards people or towards the park or towards anything. Because, like, I love Dealages, I still do. Like, I mean, we all do. When it gets torn down, it's going to be heartbreaking. It's going to be sad to see it go. But, you know what? I don't know. I don't know. Its future is very fuzzy. And even though all, all... Like, I hope it's successful because all of my friends... All of our friends are actually running the park at this point. But I hope... You know, for the best for it, if it moves, if Six Flags takes over. Like, if Six Flags takes over, shit, I might apply. Because <laughs> it's a whole new company. But, no. But, um, that's probably going to be it. Now you all know what a piece of shit I am. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> but I still go. Everyone still loves me. I still get free tickets and all that fun stuff. I'm probably going to be going here. Not anytime soon. But <laughs> probably next month in May. Um, to go actually physically ride the Meow Wolf Kaleidoscape ride. And I've heard it's um, interesting. I've heard some people's opinions on it. Like you've ridden it. Like there's a very scary looking dude on the front that's wearing the... What's his name? Buffessor. uh oh. Professor Fearstrom. Yeah. From the Midstone Manor. His skeleton was used for the new guy. <laughs> At least that's what people say. But it's it's literally just Ghost Blasters with a new freaking paint brush. But I'm not going to dock it. I'm going to give five. I'm going to do a whole vlog and then probably talk about it in a, another podcast. But I'll be giving the five opinions, the five positives and the five negatives, I think, about it. But other than that... This next week, I got, got I'm gonna be featured on a comedy podcast. It's uh the Big Lou and Tall Guy podcast um, that it, there are a couple local comedians here in Denver, which um, they're gonna be interviewing me because I'm so crazy in my theme park adventures and I'm always I'm out in the comedy scene a lot. So, <laughs> um, yeah, little we'll, uh, we'll end it on that. Make sure you guys subscribe and stay tuned, and I'll share the link. For the next, for my podcast, that's probably coming out this week, the middle of the week, but this one should be available today. So, peace out.
1: Bye, guys.